Welcome back to another episode of Pastor Six Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Brown. Joining me as always is Tsunami Wave. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, doing good. Another episode, brother. You ready to rock and roll? Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right, all right. As you guys know, this show is split into five parts. We start out with what games are we currently playing? And then from there, we were going to This Week in Gaming, where we would briefly look back on games that dropped throughout this week in history. Then we would go and have some latest news. Then we'll each bring a topic to the table. And then we'll end with One Has to Go, Game Versus. This week is my week. I got that all queued up and ready to go. Ready to rock and roll, Tsunami Wave? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. So I'll start off with what games are we currently playing? Last week, I went first. It's on you this week, brother. All right. So, you know, uh, I haven't been really trying to talk about what I do as far as, I mean, what I play weekly as far as streaming go. So uh, I won't talk about Hades too much in depth because I've been continuing to play that, obviously. Uh, But I've been doing that on stream. Um, unless it, unless the audience want me to, you know, then we obviously got a deep dive when um, when we play, uh, talk about that. Um, but besides that, I got into the new game, Outriders, which came out April 1st. Um, yep. And that's a dope game. I touched on it before when I had played the demo, but now I'm uh, actually getting a chance to immerse myself. Um, I'm also playing this on stream, just not as much as the other games. I'm actually going to do that a lot more, running with my guys, you know. Just getting comfortable with the, uh, the, the, uh, I guess you want to say loadouts of the game and stuff. So yeah, it's been fun, fun week for me. No doubt. Um, I also played Outriders. I jumped on that game probably, it came out on the first. So I probably got to it Sunday. So that would have been the third. I didn't have the problems with the servers. Like I've been reading online. Um, luckily, I guess luck of the draw, but mm-hmm. I like that game a lot, man. I played the hell out of that game so far. It's, yeah. um, I can't really put my finger on why I love it so far, but I do. Like I think it's very addicting. Um, although there's games like I've heard people say that it's kind of like Gears of War and also Destiny and things like that. And I, I did play those games as well. But for I guess the merger of it to me just feels fresh. You know what I mean? Like a fresh game yeah. to play, especially being that I'm playing like a game that I feel is fresh and new. And I happen to have an Xbox controller on my hand as I'm playing it. So like, And yeah. then, of course, I mean, we'll get into it. But the fact that I was just able to wake up on Sunday, like oh, everyone's talking about Outriders. Let me jump over quick to Game Pass and play it. I've been playing the hell out of that game. Now, I will say I did jump over and I did play Hades. I got my Switch back. I played that is it. The big question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was waiting to see if you was gonna mention it because I definitely was waiting. Like, hold on, did you touch it? Let y'all know I ain't ducking nobody. <laughs> I played it, and yo, um, I didn't get too far into it because I'm not gonna lie, Outriders. I was like fiending to get back on that, but so far yeah, from not, from good. what I played, Hades. You know what? I'm gonna just say it right now. Um, game of the year. Obviously, this is more based on last year, of course. So. And based on every game I played so uh, last year so far, I don't think it's rocking with this. So I, you know what? I'm just gonna say it's game of the year. I am gonna uh, I, I I put aside some time to get into it tonight, um, and as well the rest of the week. But for right now, I will say I'm mostly playing Outriders, and I'm probably gonna rock that out until I complete it or whatever, and then play some online. But I am gonna jump into Hades shortly. 
Yeah, I got to give us some slack, though. Outriders just dropped. The game is absolutely beautiful. Hades did get the attention that we said we was going to give it. You know what I'm saying? That was a, a game that one game of the year in a year of uh, bad games. <laughs> um, not the not the crap on Hades at all, because there was some games that, I, like I said in a previous episode, that uh, deserved to win game of the year, uh, just not over Hades. So um, we just we don't want to uh, like kind of act like we 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 ain't gonna put the time in you know <laughs> but outriders <laughs> is definitely definitely worth playing over hades right now i agree i agree so let's jump over into this week in gaming where we cover games that drop throughout this week uh, first up we got a game that how do i put this i like this game when it came out um i played it at a friend's house this I'm gonna sh- right off the back. This is not a game that I would not buy. I mean, this is not a game that I would buy. Uh, it's not really my type of thing. But the game, I mean, obviously the main character is Super Mario, so of course it's gonna be well received. But we are talking about Doctor Mario sixty four. That game dropped twenty years ago on a Nintendo sixty four. Um, I have some experience with the game. I think the game is okay. Um, (laughs) I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm really not like, it's a Tetris style game. I know some fans are going to be mad that I said that, you know, because this game does have a storyline. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. It has a storyline, but it's still a Tetris style game. Let's, let's not act like it's not. (laughs) Call a spade a spade. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's called a spade a spade. It's clearly a Tetris style game. And I mean, it's not a bad game. I'm not saying it is. It's just it's not my style of game. Uh, The game, when it came out, it was $30, $29.99. And that shows you that it's not a typical style of game. I mean, it's a Tetris style game. As I keep saying, that's why it was $30. Because, you know, at the time, Super Mario 64 was $79.99. In 1996, let's say this again. 19, <laughs> right? My wait. Now, now, granted, this game is 20 years old. This came out, came out in 2001. But let's backtrack. In 1996, Super Mario 64 was 79.99. In 2021, games are still not 79.99 unless you're buying like a deluxe. Now they're getting closer. They're 69.99 on the new consoles. So when they cut this game down to 30 dollars at launch, it made sense. It's not. It's not a platform type of game. Um, That's a fact. It has a storyline. You know, basically, Dr. Mario goes on and and uh, they steal the, uh, what was it, Mega Vitamins. And it has Wario in it, which I'm a big fan of his. Like, I, I, I ended up buying all his games for, like, the DS and the Game Boy Advance and things like that. Really not my style of game, so I'm gonna pass it over to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you play this? Hey, well, yo, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had this in the crib, but like, I honestly do not know how. <laughs> like, while you was talking, I was sitting here really trying to think which one of me or my siblings asked for this <laughs> game, and I don't think none of us ever asked for this. So, like, it's racking my mind. Like, how did we have this? 
Like who who slid this in the crib? I feel like somebody came over and just left it because they didn't like it <laughs> and just thought maybe we would like it because you know it was a bunch of us, so somebody would have this kind of taste. <laughs> but um, you know, it was it wasn't bad though. You know what I'm saying? Is a is a Tetris style game and Tetris is a classic. So if you like Tetris, you don't have that in the crib, and then somebody just randomly give you this game like I like happened to me right. like. You know, who just gives away $30 games. Well, anyway, you know, it's 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 cool, you know. And then you try to get rid of the little monsters. I forgot about the little yep. monsters in there, too. So that was like the little uh, difference from that in yeah. Tetris. It's pills trying to get rid of the, uh, the, the, I don't even know if you want to call those monsters or viruses. But whatever it is, you're trying to get rid of them using the pills, but. Um, it was a cool game. I don't have too much to say about it because it ain't. It is what it, what you see. You get it is what it is, which is a like you said, a Tetris right. game. And you know, I just wanted to share that little story with everybody on how I don't know how I got this game. Or <laughs> how it ended up in my house. You know what? I do want to clarify real quick. I keep saying it's a Tetris style game. I'm glad that I'm glad that you said what you said. It is that is not to say it is a. A direct port or copy of Tetris. It is not. It does has its it does have its differences and and like I said, the game does have a central storyline to follow. So I'm not trying to mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to crap on the game and say oh they basically just took Mario and put him on Tetris. But with that said, it is a block style game where you know they they fall and you have to fit them in and. It is what what it is, but to go off what you said real quick when you said you don't you don't know how you got this game, I feel like that's how a lot of people got got this game. If you think about it, around the time, all these games were fifty, sixty dollars. So I could I could see a parent being like, you know what, they see it in the store, it's like twenty nine nine twenty nine ninety nine, and they don't know what type of game it is. It's very easy to be like, yo. I'm gonna buy this game for my kid. It has Mario on it. He's a doctor. Hey, whatever, cool. Come home and like for us, as you said, especially when, when you're young, any game you get that's free is at least a decent game. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. ain't have to beg for it. You ain't have to buy it. Like it's it, it's good. And like like I said, now funny part is I actually looked in my collection while I was doing research for this. I actually had the damn game. I didn't even know. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> I, had, like... I, I have the game. We ain't had a case of nothing though. Like we ain't open this up for Christmas. Like, <laughs> like yo, I just wrote. I was like, yo, I want to play the game, and this joint was there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mario is a doctor, and, and that's how. So I had it. Like, yo, no, no lie, yo. no exaggeration. Nah, like Happy Meal. Nah. Let me stop before they start to crucify me. Like, how dare you talk about Mario like that? Not a game yeah, is I mean, cool, but like it is. Like I always say, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you know. I, I would definitely play Tetris <laughs> first. You're right. I do feel like these type of games have to be like. I think they're much, much, much better handheld. So okay. that's just me. Classic. Say what you want, but. Moving on, this next now this next game was a game that I got into heavy. This is not a game like Doctor Mario sixty four, where it's just you know if I got it for free. I saw this trailer, um, probably like heavy. on what was it America Online dial up like <laughs> it, it's it probably took me about four hours to load the video, but I saw this game, bro. I wanted it instantly. I did miss the first one, so this was my entry into this franchise and we are talking about midnight club 2 this game dropped 
18 years ago, which I could, for me, it feels like it was yesterday. I'm a big fan of racing games. Um, this, of course, is developed by Rockstar, which, as you know, is probably at this point most famous for Grand Theft Auto. Yes, this game sold about close to one point, about one and a half million copies, which I think is good for a racing game, which around this time, there was a lot of racing games <laughs> That's out. That's good for, for any game. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. But uh, but if you think think about it, you had not only did you have games like Mario Kart, of course, which mm-hmm. was a fan favorite. You had games like Gran Turismo, Forza, Need oh, for yeah. Speed, yeah. Burnout, a bunch of games. You know what I mean? And yeah. and then you had games like Monster Trucks and things like that that were also racing games. So for it to do that was great. Midnight Club for me had a special. Uh, it kind of it does feel rock starish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're kind of like. A lot of Rockstar games have like that bad boy mentality to, to the games. I did like how this game has motorcycles, which I love to use in games. Come to find out that this mm-hmm. was the first game to have it. But I love this game, man. Obviously, my favorite uh, track was the one based off Tokyo with all the lights and stuff like that. I thought it was dope. Uh, full disclosure, I don't play this one anymore. I always play Mid- Midnight Club 3, which I think is... If I had to rate that game, it'd be 10, 10 out of 10. I mean, this would be more like a 6 out of 10. But I love this game. Mm-hmm. Great memories. What are yours? Well, Midnight Club for me... Well, my favorite Midnight Club is Dub Edition. Right. Man. Like, I just... I spent so many hours on that game. It's, it's, it makes no sense. But um, like you said, Rockstar always kind of went there in their own direction. And, you know, they had Gran Turismo and Forza and Super Mario Kart with, you know, so they had like the simulation racing. Then they had like the uh, go-kart kind of Kentucky, not Kentucky Derby, but uh, what, what is that? Uh, the the motor car yep. crashing, the derby. Yep. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I forget exactly what it's called, but the derby where the cars kind of mashing into each other. So, they right. you, you know, they already had those kind of games. So Rockstar kind of came in and cornered the the street mark, tried to get the street racing kind of market off. You know what I mean? And um, this was a this is a, a a dope franchise. I kind of hope they come back and remaster Dub Edition. This is a dope franchise, like as far as a racing franchise go. I said they do, are they still keeping this going? Do they? I haven't heard about any new Midnight Club games in a while. Yeah, nah. So the last one was Dub Edition. Now I did hear doing research that you know fans are still asking for a sequel to Midnight Club Three Dub Edition. That's that. Now moving on. To, <laughs> I'm laughing because move, move <laughs> moving on to a game that I think is. I thought this game was garbage. Uh, <laughs> um, I actually went back and played it yesterday and let's just say my opinion did not change <laughs> I thought the game was garbage but we're going to show the you game some it, love because there is a few things that was different and we are talking about NBA Ballers NBA Ballers this game I, this game you know what I'm not going to say it was trash let me take that back it just wasn't my my thing and the reason why I'm going to say that is is probably because I am impartial to NBA streets yes. and this wasn't it when Anytime I, especially back then, even to some degree now, every time I see a game that's, you know, challenging something I love, I'm quick to be like, it was trash. But (laughs) I'm not going to say it was trash because it it was innovative. I will say that and we'll get into it in a few seconds why. But this game is 17 years old. 
I do remember around this time, I was a big basketball fan. Um, obviously, I, I've, my entire life, I've been a Lakers fan. Shout out to Shaq and Kobe for getting really getting me to watch basketball, especially Shaq. Uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, of course. Um, I'm boy. But I, NBA Ballers is a street ball style game, of course, since, similar to NBA Streets, which obviously blew up and became a big time game. I, this game actually sold six hundred and seventy thousand copies, what? which, which, yeah, which is very, very, very impressive. The basketball marketplace has always been convoluted when it came to video games. Going way back, there's always a bunch of them out, and to have like a, you know, a kind of you know, NFL blitz, NBA Jam style game come out that's not a true basketball simulation to sell that. That's that. That's impressive, man. Um, I'm gonna stop right there before I get into some of the features of the game. I want to get your take on it because you seem like you had a slightly different take on it than I did. Yeah. Um. Nah. I I kind of enjoy NBA Bowlers a little bit. It, at first, I I did not like it at all because, like you said, uh, you feel like this is trying to compete with streets. So like when I first got it, cause I, I do, I did own this game. I'm not sure if it's still at my dad house, but <clears throat> to my knowledge, I still got this game. Um, but the details of it at the time was really dope. They let you do some things that you couldn't do in simulation games, like, you know, purchase jewelry and houses and stuff like that at the time. So that was kind of dope. Um, the, 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 the actual gameplay was, like the only downfall, cause they, like I said, like, well, like we didn't haven't discussed this yet, but it's kind of like streets. So that's why you feel right. like it's a competition of streets because you got these cartoony kind of dudes on the street, uh, on the street basketball kind of setting. And then you could yep. go to, you could do all kind of things you was able to do on streets, do the trick moves. Um, but when you actually get into the game, it's, it's pretty dope. So I, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I really want to see why you haven't enjoyed it. Was it because you didn't, uh, it lived up to the standards of streets or is it just because you felt like they were just competing with streets that you had an issue with? Probably the latter. Um, the fact that they were competing with streets is probably the number one, especially back then, the number one reason why I didn't like it. NBA streets. Um, so I will, I will say when this game first dropped, I didn't play it. So it, I didn't form that opinion. Then I formed, I formed that opinion after I was already heavily into playing streets volume two, which many people consider to be one of the best and most fun basketball games of all time, even though it's not a basketball simulation game. So that's particularly why I didn't like it. So anything that wasn't, that didn't have the same control scheme as streets two or anything like that. I was just like, nah, I'm not playing streets Two actually pull. It actually pulled me away from playing live for a while. Obviously I, I would jump back mm-hmm. into live, but if it could pull me away to from live, then of course I'm not going to really be too hyped to play about to play anything that's you know similar to it. With that said, I will say the fact that this game, obviously you play one-on-one, but also you could play one-on-one-on-one, which is, you know, growing up, kids play that, whether you play 21 and things like that. So I thought that was a cool thing that you could do. Also, obviously, 
correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that this is the first game to have a story mode, like a first basketball game to have like a true story mode. Like now, now we see it all the time with 2K when when you when you do your my player, they take you through like a story mode, and even games like Madden and things like like that have had storylines to follow through. This game had this game had it, so I thought that was dope. You know what I mean? Now I did appreciate yeah. that part of it that you had a story mode because other times you get these basketball games, you know, you play franchise mode and then you play franchise mode again, then you play franchise mode again, especially at this time where online gaming wasn't quite there yet to the masses. So you play franchise mode and after a while, you kind of just get, you know, bored of it. But this now I will say playing this back the other day, I did have some fun with it. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie. So maybe, maybe my older self, I mean, my younger self is, Needs to kick himself in the because I could have had fun with this, especially around this time. A lot of my friends were playing this game too, so I could see how this would this, yeah, this would game be was fun. fun, man. This game, so, was, this <laughs> game was fun when it came out. And I will say though, the characters, like the players themselves in the game, they actually do look pretty good. It holds up a lot better than games like Live. Now, one can say it's because obviously you're focused on one or one to three players on the court at a time versus yeah. ten. And plus those on the bench, but I mean, yo, I'm you know what? I'm going to continue to play this. Tsunami Wave going to come to the crib. We're going to play this game, and I might have to reassess this game, man, because I'm gonna need, the numbers it did sales wise. I'm, I'm about to say I'm going to need practice for you play. You ain't just going to dust me up and then come back like yeah, can't do without kills with this joint. That's all we got for this weekend gaming y'all of course we'll be right back next week with, with a new host of games to talk about but for right now let's move on into the latest industry news and first off we're not gonna bury the lead this is dominated headlines it actually outshined when outriders got announced going to game pass and a lot of playstation fans were mad about that because obviously they have to pay full retail mm-hmm. for the game but to as they say to pour salt on the Jesus. wound MLB The Show 21 got announced that it is coming to Xbox. Of course, we, we, we all know that. But newly found out it is coming to Xbox Game Pass Jesus, on day put one. put the salt away, man. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys can imagine, people on the Sony side were upset. And I'm getting mad, you know? We, from time to time on the show, we we do poke fun at Sony. We both are PlayStation guides as well, as well as Xbox, Nintendo. Yeah, we, we love everything. <clears throat> right. But this time, I do understand it. I, I do think it's funny still, but I do understand it because obviously you have a game produced by Sony. It's been an exclusive for 15 years. So some fans are even mad that it's not even exclusive anymore. To that, I say that's corny, but... The fact that they have to pay full retail on a game that they may have supported all 15 years. You see what I'm saying? And then now, here's the new guys over there, you know, Xbox. And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, they're getting a game for no additional cost as long as they have paid their Game Pass subscription. Hey, I ain't gonna lie for like, <laughs> like the little sibling right now. You feel me? Because the older sibling right. knew they did the same thing. They get spanked. And we just over there like, oh. Well, yeah, one of the things, and now I do want to quickly get your thought on why Xbox 
did this. Now, clearly, it's not like Xbox had to make the deal with Sony to put it on Game Pass. When MLB, the whole reason why MLB the show came to Xbox anyway is, although this part is speculation, but the next part after that I'm going to say is fact. I assume because the the show sales numbers started to drop some. Major League mm-hmm. Baseball, obviously, whom which the game is licensed from, is like, wait a minute. You guys have an exclusive rights to our game, to, to our product, to make a game on it. The sales are starting to drop. Let's open it up to a whole group of gamers. Okay. Xbox. Now, you can say what you want about the MLB 2K series. Some people love, love it. Some people don't. But for Xbox, that's all we had. You guys had a choice. of The Sony side had a choice of both. Yeah, I enjoy 2K, though. The ex- Same here. I love those games. But the Xbox side, we only had one choice of a real simulated baseball game. When mm-hmm. 2K went to the wayside, we didn't have anything. So for those who are upset, realize for some baseball fans like me and Tsunami Wave, who we love the sport of baseball, we haven't had a game to play since 2K13. And so, do not, do not, dis- sorry, sorry to cut you off, but get nobody better dare not come in here and say RBI, <laughs> RBI baseball. Don't, don't fix your lips to say that. That yeah. is disrespectful to the baseball community. <laughs> they had too many years to fix that game. That joint's still terrible. No. Right. Don't say that. We didn't have a game to play because we was not doing that. Right. So, of course, now, granted, Xbox fans who are so who are solely Xbox fans, they're on Twitter right now and they run it up. They run it up, up the score right now. <laughs> they run it up the score right now and they're laughing because if you have a PS5 and you're waiting the game on next gen, of course, you're about to shove out $70 plus tax to play the game. Meanwhile, me, who has a Series X, all I have to do is install the game on day one. Now, granted, just so you guys don't get confused, you, when the, the game on Game Pass is the standard edition, so if you want to play the Jackie Robinson edition and things like that, of course you got to buy the higher tiers, and those are not on Game Pass. But for most people who just want to play the game itself, yeah, if you have an Xbox, go get it on Game Pass. Now, with that said, when my, when Major League Baseball put the game on Xbox. A lot of people were like, whatever, cool, Mm -hmm. because it did come out that it was going to be cross-platform and cross-gen, which I thought was dope because obviously... I can't wait. Who knows at the time before this went... Right. But before it went to Game Pass, who knew how many baseball fans were going to play it on the Xbox side? We speculated a lot, but my thought was like, okay, what if my PlayStation friends who I played against on the show for years, they still got PlayStations. I got an Xbox. Am I going to have to buy it for PlayStation just just to play with them? When they cleared that up and say, no, it's cross it's cross platform, mm-hmm. all bets were off. You know what I mean? That is dope. I thought that was great. When they announced that it was coming to Game Pass, I'm like, this is even more dope because now think about how many people who, who either A, can't afford to pay for a new game or B, it was kind of, I don't know if I want to pay that much money for a baseball game. They do lose value very, very quickly, as all do as do all sports games. But now they're like, yo, if it's on Game Pass, I'm going to play it. Look back to what I said to open up this show with Outriders. I eventually would have got around to buying Outriders anyway, because mm-hmm. I'm a collector. 
However, the fact that I can now just quickly go and install the game, I was playing it two days after it dropped. Most people were playing it on Xbox the day it dropped because, it, yo, if you got not, nothing else to do, I installed that install the game. I was at work so, before I even touched the crib. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And like one of my boys, he was saying, he's like, yo, the, the one of the things he's looking forward to is eventually being, being able to play MLB the show through xCloud because he yeah. was like he's a huge baseball fan and he's he also loves playing games so he was like the fact that now i've always been an xbox guy i can now use utilize xcloud to play the game to, to play the baseball game when, like if i'm at work or i'm somewhere else he's like yo for me it's like a dream come true and that's my message for this don't hate man don't hate yeah y'all had for years and Tsunami Wave, correct me if I'm wrong, they were talking smack. We got Ghost of Tsushima. We got Spider-Man. We got Uncharted. Yo, we got The Last of Us. All these games that y'all had that y'all were rubbing in the face of Xbox. And now it's not only it's not it's not that we got a game that you don't have. It's just okay. We may we have a subscription service that we're gonna be able to access this game. Don't hate on it, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't hate well. on it, man. Well, it's a it's a win for everybody. Like if you if you really sit down and think about it, right? We get the game for we like we feel it's for free, right? Like, as a customer, we feel it's for free, but it's not really for free, right? Because Xbox and MLB is getting paid from the subscription yes. every month. So uh, MLB the show they get a new market with us Xbox uh, users. Uh, the Xbox company get new subscribers because people gonna say, "Oh, instead of paying sixty, let me pay the fifteen. Yep. And then after four months, Xbox done made that sixty dollars anyway, and then it's just gonna continue after that as profit. So, like they not they not really losing in the long run. So no nobody really loses on this deal. PlayStation users are just mad because they paid the sixty dollars outright. But like, if you really think about it, we still gonna pay that sixty dollars too. We just paying it in installments, right? Also, we get a, a free ninety nine games with the one game that we just. <laughs> 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 oh man! If you know, if you feel left out, go to GameStop or Amazon, buy a Series S or Series X, and you can have fun too. Or go buy a used Xbox One and get. Game Pass and join the fun. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's move on to the next topic. And this one was one that I found very, very interesting. Um, This piece of news is it's the and there are some there have been found to have been links between loot boxes and gambling problems. Now, I saw this on a mix of Yahoo and IGN, and I thought this was very, very interesting. Um, I'm just going to read um some some quick things from the IGN article shout out to adam bankhurst who wrote it it says a new report from researchers at the universities of plymouth and wolverhampton have discovered that loot boxes are structurally and psychologically akin to gambling as reported by bbc the new research was commissioned by gamble aware charity and some of the results discovered include the following of the 93 children who play video games up to 40% open loot boxes. About 5% of gamers generate half the entire revenue of from the boxes. 12 out of 13 studies on the topic have established 
unambiguous connections to problem with gambling behavior. And last but not least, young men are the most likely to use loot boxes with young age and lower education correlating with increased uses. Now, I've this is something I've always been able to avoid for the most part. We'll see what happens with outriders. I know that it's not it is also what they call a looter shooter, of course. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this, man? This is kind of, you know, interesting. Well, I I can see it. Um, Outriders, I don't think you're going to have to too much worry about that because, like, with this is sort of like Destiny. Um, Well, well, I can't even say Destiny no more because Destiny added uh, yep. a microtransaction element to it. It's really games with microtransactions that's the problem because they uh, preach this. They give this thought to kids that if they spend money that they can get better faster. And um, kids don't want to work any for it. No, well, never, right? Never. Kids like I, I hate when people say kids don't want to work for it no more. Like they was a kids and they wanted to work hard. No kid don't <laughs> right. want to work hard. Kids want to have fun. So kids don't want to work for nothing. They just want to go on the game, be good, and they think that equates to having fun because they're not losing. Well, right. well, everybody equates winning to having fun. Nobody thinks losing is fun. Facts. Um, not most people. Uh, most people don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I can see this. Like, even when I did my little research on the topic, I found that, you know, kids roughly spend $84 a month on loot boxes. Whew. So that's like one third of kids in the world. That's one third of the kids in the world fit in the problem of the problem gambling category. You know what I'm saying? That that's crazy. And um, it ain't just I, I don't even know if I could blame parents because I've I seen a ton of parents that just allow their kids to have their devices. And yep. then, you know, because they use the devices and, and they shop and they shop on their devices, they have their, their information on the device. And it's easy to just press a button and purchase something if they don't have like authentication on it. And most parents don't think my kid is smart enough to figure this out. Not knowing that they don't have to be smart to press a button. All they have to do is press a button. And then they press these buttons and they pressing it over and over and over again because they don't understand the concept of money. And, you know, I don't. So it's some kids out there that's doing stuff like that that don't even fit this. But obviously, Mark and making them numbers go up. Um, but, yeah, it's an issue, man. They they just got to stop with the greed. 2K, like you mentioned, like I said, Destiny joined in on a microtransaction. It's all all through your phone, microtransaction, this and that. If you want to build up your fake house, buy it. Like it's just all over. It, it, Fortnite, it's, it's terrible. Fortnite is is yeah. They've been killing it with that. Yeah, I know. Especially last year during the quarantine, seeing all those videos about you know my son spent this amount of money on V Bucks and things like that in Fortnite. It did start to lend me to the question is are some of these game developers who clearly know that a lot of kids play their games Fortnite obviously has a diverse base but a lot of kids do play Fortnite is it starting to become a bit predatory and now a lot of times we hear that word and we think other things with it but it can be 
predatory just from a sense that you you knowingly are leading these kids, you know what I mean, into mm-hmm. this type of behavior. And I'm not going to cast aspersions on anyone right now and say, oh, it is or we're not. It's just a question that needs to be asked because, again, these researchers, they don't come from nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Clearly, as we as an adults can announce it, that these we 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 can basically say that this is a problem in gaming. So obviously we know it's here, but this is something I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on. It's very interesting. So let's keep an eye on that. Let's move on to last week. If you heard our episode, I believe it was last week, we talked about how PlayStation is closing down the PlayStation 3, the PSP, as well as the Vita mm-hmm. stores. This was an interesting one where it says that PS Vita developers were not warned about the P- the PlayStation store closing. Now, I thought this was when I heard it, I laughed because although obviously it's not funny for that developer, which was Lily Mo Games, mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> it's not funny for them because that's basically a waste of money that they now either have to scrap the game or reroute it to another platform. But the fact that these some of these developers were not warned about it is a big, big problem. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's kind of messed up because, like, I think I read the same article that you're referring to. And like I said, the Lily Mo Games said to, um, but they they told them they didn't find out and, until the same time we found out. So literally when we did the episode and I pulled that article uh, about it, that's around the same time they found out, which I think is kind of messed up because they've been spending months and probably years developing this game, which which is kind of yep. messed up that they don't even get time to actually finish it. And then the 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 really really messed up part about it is they got to meet a deadline now that they wasn't even prepared for, or or they had like you said they had to scrap the game. Um, so. Like just as a a fan of games, that's kind of messed up because now people that young kids that still has the that have the PS Vita and still enjoy the PS Vita can't get the new games that's coming out. They won't enjoy be able to, uh, you know, enjoy the holidays because they won't be right. able to get the new games. You know, they shut. Obviously, they shutting the store down in the summer, but um, they won't even get a chance to get a new games that. That came out early in the year, you know, that they're trying to, you know, make a PS Vita version of. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And like one of the things that really stuck out to me was that it said that they that Lily Mo Games purchased a a second dev kit last month. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure within the talks and PlayStation and things like that, they had to have known more than a month ago that they were at least starting to lean towards this decision. Why could they not have at least warned them? You know what I mean? Even if you didn't know right away and said, okay, maybe we will, maybe not. At least you can tell them, all right, you might want to, you know, slow down on that, on that, because obviously we're not sure what's going, what's going on with this, but they really hung them out to dry. And one thing from doing a lot of research on this industry, one of the things is that a lot of these developers, if you rub them the wrong way, it can come back to bite you later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into it for the sake of time, but there was a reason why none of EA's games were on the Sega Saturn or on the Dreamcast. You yeah. see what I'm saying? 
because Sega steered them wrong. So it's a reason why certain publishers aren't on certain consoles. And it's not just because they don't want to be or the company does not want them. So things like, like this happen. So I'm curious to see if more people will speak out to say that they were kind of burned by this as well. When we covered this, we I didn't even think about that. What about the developers, you know? Yeah. And that's what kind of caught me off guard. Um, so I will await to see if more come out and say like they kind of had the same thing happen to them or if some were even like, yeah, well, we got the forewarning, which then would be really interesting to see if they're picking and choosing, you know? Yeah, um, I think in that article, it was uh, more than one developer. I think it was two developers. I can't remember the other right. developer that, that uh, was saying that they did the same thing to them. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, the first developer, Lily Mo, is a little bit further away in their project. So it's not really going to hurt them to shut the, to shut their project down if they decide to. But is another right. developer working on some stuff um, that he was kind of working on three different projects at the same time for the same game, but for three different systems. And he was like going back and forth throughout the weeks. And then, you know, now with the Vita doing, I mean, now with PlayStation doing this, he either got to, you know, kind of push the other two systems back to push this one forward or just scrap it and then just lose all the money and time that he put into that. So um, they put these guys in, in, in a bad position. Um, I wonder if they could take some type of legal action. I doubt it. Yeah. But um, it'd, yeah. it'd be, it's going to be uh, kind of, you know, exciting, uh, not for them, not for PlayStation or the developers <laughs> to see yeah. what's going to happen within these next couple of weeks with this uh, drama, yeah. you know. So we'll definitely keep our eye on that. Let's move on to topics. Um, I will go first this week. This will kind of touch upon what we already talked about with MLB The Show. But now I want to broaden it up and talk about is Game Pass the future of gaming? Is this what are we going to start to see more of this? And I specifically want to focus on some of these triple A titles and triple A just means, you know, large budget, large marketing. So we're talking about the Call of Duties of the world. We're talking about games like Assassin's Creed, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, these triple A titles. Are we going to start to possibly see these games come day one on Game Pass, just like we did with Outriders, just like we did with MLB The Show? Uh, is this going to be something that we're seeing? And, and can this kind of steer the future of gaming in one way or another? Um, I'm working on an article that will be on our website soon. Hint, hint. I will have more about that on next week's show. Yes, sir. But but I'm I'm very curious because... Something like Game Pass, you know, ever since Netflix became a thing, people will kick you. Well, what about that for gaming? Well, the probably the closest thing we're ever going to see to it is Game Pass. Is <laughs> that's practically what it is? And now we have, now we see titles like Madden, even though it's not there day one. Right after the Super Bowl, if you missed out on it, you can go play Madden. Day one, you can play MLB The Show. You can play Two K is up Outriders. There too. 2K is on it as well. 2K21. Also, it's and this is something we're going to cover next week as well because I'm sure more info will be out. It right now, it is as of today, is rumored that Battlefield 6 will come to Game Pass Day One. Obviously, that's an EA title, so obviously Game Pass is connected to EA Access. But Day One, we're talking about it coming directly to Game Pass. Xbox making now, moves, boy. 
Right. And I, as I said in, in the last thing we just spoke about, it's kind of a monkey see, monkey do industry. So who's to say maybe not this year, but next year, Call of Duty may not come to Game Pass day one or games like Assassin's Creed, Resident Evil, things like that is possible. Now, Resident Evil drops May 7th. Who's to say? So we, we got a month. Well, we got alerted that it was that MLB the show was coming to Game Pass when it was 17 days away. So who's to say Resident Evil may not come directly to Game Pass? And if this things keep if these things keep happening, that's only going to enrage Sony fans even more. And guess what? PlayStation is going to end up doing what every other company in the industry does: copycat. So then their PS Now service, which is kind of you know similar to Game Pass, they're just probably going to try to dump the they're going to back up the truck into that. Yep. And start putting AAA title on that day one. So then it's going to be a race and it's going to be like, wait, wait a second. You have Xbox Game Pass, PS Now, they're battling. You may have a AAA title day one here or here or both. And at the end of the day, who actually wins? Us as the consumers. So it's really, it's really not to pit us against each other. Let's root for each other. Like, yo, PS Now should have it. As you said, people like me, Tsunami Wave, we're going to have both of these consoles anyway. So who cares if all of a sudden we could take our pick game pass here, PS now here. I, if we're getting the games for no additional cost other than our subscriptions, who cares? Now, some people I've, I've heard say that, okay, well, how does this benefit the developers? Now that's something I've still want to research because of the fact, you know, where are they getting their money from? Rumor is Microsoft cut major league baseball a check because obviously if fans ain't paying $70 per game, that money's going to be made up somewhere. But from a developer standpoint, if you look at how many people are playing these games and all of a sudden, you know, it's a lot more than what was playing the games the previous years. That I mean, there is some give and take, especially if you're getting your money on the back end. If not, anything less would be hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't see uh PlayStation doing, doing that. Um, I do see Xbox mm. doing it because they kind of on their way now, and they mentioned it in the past E3. Um, they, right. um, you know, they Xbox is expressing that they're gonna move towards the cloud, which means that there's gonna soon be no count, no need for a council. You're gonna be able to play Xbox right. wherever you want to play it at. That's where they're trying to move to. So it, it will only make sense for them to be a subscription based kind of thing. So I could see them moving it, moving towards that direction and doing what you said, hitting them off with hitting the developers off with a nice check because they know they're going to see that as the, you know, the subscriptions roll in. You know, they, as long as the games could keep the, 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 the subscriptions. I'd or, or add more. I don't see why they don't hit them with the check early. Um, PlayStation, the reason I don't see them doing this, and I don't, like I said, I don't hate PlayStation, but they not for the consumers. They are for themselves. They want to mm-hmm. sell consoles. This is why they're not pushing them out right now because the demand is so high. They probably going to come out with a whole ton of bundles come Christmas time because they want to hit people over the head with these councils. PlayStation is, I don't see them doing that. I don't see them even following with the cloud because, you know, they, they got something similar 
with the PS Now and Game Pass, but they don't offer as much as Game Pass. Not even close. Not even not, close. No, not right. close. Is is like night and day, and you know what I'm saying. They just to me, it, the proof is in the pudding. Like we, like me right. and you both own both consoles. We we own both Xbox Game Pass. We own PS Now. We know what yep. they both offer. So we're not coming to this. We're not coming with this information on some strictly he say she say. We we we're actually right. seeing this with our own eyes, so we can tell you from right. experience that Game Pass just offers way more. So spoiler alert to what we're what one of the news items is going to be next week. We're definitely going to talk about that because that is a huge game and another huge splash for Game Pass. But for right now, let's jump over to Tsunami Waves topic. All right. So this is coming. Actually, when I saw this headline, I was like, yo, I got to choose this because you won't be expecting this to come from me. So let's just okay. jump right into it, man. You can see I'm cheating. <laughs> Once I read the headline, you go laugh too. So Apex Legends Season 9 to feature a ton of Titanfall content. Yeah, I'm saying so. You know, this was reported by Dexterdo. I hope I said his name right. Is D E X E R T O? A number of Apex Legends developers from Respawn appeared on a panel hosted by Brown Girls Gamer Code and discussed how Titanfall fans have some really cool stuff to look forward to. All right. They're going to see a ton of Titanfall coming back into the game in one way or another. The director said Chad Greener. I hope I said his last name right. He promised. He told people before that there was going to be some really cool stuff in there. And the senior writer, Ashley Reed, discussed how intrinsically. Oh, my God. I know I said that wrong. That's why I don't read. I just go off the top. Anyway tie between both Apex <laughs> Legends and Titanfall R and how this next step is simply a natural evolution. Ashley, uh, Reed, please tell me how to say that word if I ever meet you. Um, what's going on in Titanfall <laughs> is a war. Okay? Apex is what's happened after the war. So I, so that is an exclusive. You heard it here, folks, first. I don't even know if you heard it here, folks, first, but I hope you did. You know what I'm saying? Apex Legend is directly what happens after Titanfall. So, what does this actually mean? I don't know because it don't further discuss, but from what I can think off the top of my head, it sounds like Apex is going to get robots to the in Season 9. It sounds like they mm. might be bringing back robots. What else could they be bringing from Apex Legends? I mean, from uh, Titanfall to Apex to make it Splash the way that they're making it sound like, right? And then, oh, I forgot the most important, uh, the most important detail when for for me to assume that they bringing robots back, right? And the headline, a ton is in quotations, right? Why would they do yep. that unless they trying to, you know, give you some sort of hint of what's what's to come? So. Uh, hopefully my assumption is correct and there is some robots coming to Apex Legends. I don't know if you play Apex. Do you play Apex? And if you do play Apex, do you feel like they should add the robots? Or how you feel about that? How you feel about this news? So when Apex first dropped, I jumped on it. Um, I, I think I stopped around season maybe three or four. I forgot which one. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I've been out the game a while. Um, I now granted that is something that could potentially 
get me back. I don't know for how long because, you know, those type of games, people get so damn good and so damn advanced at it. <laughs> Being out the game for a while, you get smoked. You know yeah, I mean? immediately. But um, it would be something that I would definitely reinstall the game. You see what I'm saying? And check it out because I'm just a sucker for, like, merger. So when, whenever you have these two IPs that kind of merge and things like that, yo, I, I'm for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I'm not going to lie. I think that's dope. Um, that's really all I have to say on that right now. Um, until I actually like see it and play it, then I can have more on it. That's that's a fact. Shout out to Brown Girls. I ain't. I don't want to take credit credit for that because I said you heard it here first. That was even no if you heard it here first. That was not our exclusive. That was from Brown Girls Game Co. So shout out to them and shout out to Dexter though, who reported the article that I read. Uh, shout out. Now we're gonna jump into we gonna our final segment of the day. We got one gotta go or game versus. It is my week, so we're gonna do one gotta go. And I'm I promise you this time I got something that's probably gonna hurt Tsunamic Wave after he hit me with that no mercy or revenge question. I've been waiting to get back to him. So this right. So this week we got one gotta go, and you ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. All right, brother. One of these game developers gotta go. Uh-oh. You ready? Yeah. So we starting <laughs> off with Visual Concepts, aka Take Two Two K. Okay. The Two K brand. So all right. Then we have EA Sports. In a game, yeah, okay. Then we have. <laughs> then we have. How you got that evil laugh? Naughty Dog. Damn, homie. And last but not least, we have the infamous Rockstar. Oh, snap. Bro, because 2K, like, I, I could easily say 2K, right? But this would make me make me hesitate to say 2K, right? Because basketball is trash this year. So that made me want to just throw the whole franchise out the window. That sound bad, right. but it's true. Um, I'm. I, that's what happens when you really love something. When it, it disappoints you, you be ready to throw it out the window. But anyway, um, but they also do the mafia franchise. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So like, yes. my, I love mafia, bro. All three of them joints. Like, I really love that game. I bought it on PlayStation uh, Four. I bought it on the Xbox One. Literally, it makes no sense how much I, I like Mafia. So that make it hard for me. Um, then you said ESPN. ESPN got a whole bunch of dope games. Obviously, I grew up on a 2K uh, joint. I mean, 2K Live. Then you got Madden. Then you is like ESPN. I mean, just got a lot. Wait, EA Sports. EA Sports. Why well, I keep saying yeah. ESPN? I got. You. I just want to say ESPN. I don't know, but EA Sports got a lot. Uh, uh, they got live um, Madden, like I said, Madden. Yeah. So yeah. Um, then you said Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog got my my boy Drake and them over there for Uncharted, and then they yes. got uh freaking the dog that be spinning Crash Bandicoot. That yep. I couldn't think of his name off the top of my head. And the last one you said was what was the so last we, one? So we Rockstar. Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto, they can't go. So GTA can't go. So the only ones that I'm willing to part with is EA Sports right now. And the other one is Naughty Dog. So 
Oh man, this is hard. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm I'm I am hating you right now. <laughs> and I, I hate is such a strong word, but I'm hating you right now because you're making my brain rack because I'm trying to think of every title that the, each single one made. All right, so for the sake of time, I'm gonna go ahead and pick 2K. 2K now, gotta go. The only reason why I'm picking 2K, as much as I love Mafia. And the Mafia franchise, I think that they haven't um, done anything recently of late to make me say uh, that they need to stay. Okay. Um, all right. they did was remaster the Mafias, which is dope and cool. And that's why I, I bought it really quickly. But um, is there's a lot of Mafias they could they could go to. Um, there's some different coaches they could touch that have like underground gangster scenes. So um, I feel like, you know, they was in a good space as far as gangster games go and they just fell off a cliff. Um, So with that, with the missing space, the other the other companies is just doing so much still. Um, Right. You know, that that's way more better than what 2K is doing right now. So I got to get rid of them for that particular reason. It was it was tough, but 2K got to go. That's a tough one. Yeah, that. That's a tough one. So for me, oh man, uh, I'm just gonna have to take a stab in the dark, and I'm probably going to go with. And I keep changing my mind. Yeah, and like, and to stumble himself up on this one, try to make right, it extra yeah. hard for me. <laughs> I keep going back and forth. I'm not gonna lie, but. I'm probably going to agree with you and go with 2K slash obviously take two of what it was. Um, I'm probably going to go with, go with that simply because. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going back, bro. I'm going to have to get rid of. the, And this is really going to hurt. But I got to get rid of Naughty Dog. And the reason why I say that is I'm sitting here thinking about the 2K basketball game. And I'm like, OK. Whatever. Yeah, you talked about forgetting, it. forgetting they also made the two K baseball games, which I grew up on. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, the ESPN football game was not an EA sports game; it was a two K game. That's the that is my favorite the sports 2K game of all time. Boy. Yeah, I was thinking right, of that yeah. too. I, that was making the, it hard for me, man. Also, a little trivia fact that people may not know: Take Two actually created Grand Theft Auto One. Now, a lot of people don't play it because obviously three. Vice City, San Andreas, obviously much better, but they made that. But also some of my, uh, you know, Tom Clancy Rainbow Six games are by them. Um, I still play the newer wrestling games. That's all under 2K. Obviously, Rockstar has games like Midnight Club, Grand Theft Auto, The Italian Job, State of Emergency, Max Payne, uh, Red Dead. Wait, wait, you said takes to make Tom Clancy? Yeah. Oh, I made the right, I made the right decision. <laughs> I, I just Yo, want to make sure that. I made the right decision. Oh, stop it! Stop. <laughs> again, again, I, that game is not trash. It's just super right. hard, bro. Like I feel like you have That's to true. be in the military to beat games like that. And right. I, I'm not so that into Rockstar, it. Rockstar can't go. EA Sports, I ESPN 2K5 is the best football game of all time, but obviously with that not existing anymore, and hopefully Madden pulls a MLB and and you know forces 
the the license off and so 2k can make games again just to see what they would be but for right now uh ea can't go because of madden also those star Wars games are dope if you guys got game pass go check that out and uh last but not least um yeah so that kind of leaves naughty dog out and that kind that's kind of sucks because crash bandicoot i love that game growing up but i guess i could substitute it with mario and sonic instead but so i guess for right now we're gonna leave it at that uh that one really did hurt it hurt it hurt me because <laughs> although i was like all right i got him that this week but as i started to look at the games i was like god damn like <laughs> This is a tough one. You literally poured Legos out in front of the door for me to step on. And then you stepped on them joints, too, just to laugh at me. Yo, that's a fact. <laughs> shout out to all the parents who know what that feel like. <laughs> Bird, shout out to your feet, too. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, th- yo, th- that's all we got for this week, guys. We will be back next week with a lot of things to talk about, including more in- information on Battlefield 6, possibly going to Game Pass. Um Got any final words for the people? Hey, everybody take it easy, man. Peace and love. Follow the protocols. Say something that uh, uh, positives to somebody you love. No doubt. I'm Jay Brown. That's Tsunami Wave. We are Past the Sticks Podcast. Take care, y'all. Peace. Peace. Past the Sticks, man. What's up, guys? It's Jay Brown from Past the Sticks Podcast. A lot of you have asked me, is it hard to start a podcast? My answer has always been, it can be. Equipment, cover art, finding an audience, all can be time and brain consuming. That's why we use Buzzsprout. In our opinion, Buzzsprout is the best and easiest way to start your podcast. From putting episodes out to the major platforms like Apple and Spotify, to marketing your show, all the way to tracking those podcast stats. Buzzsprout makes all of this not only easy, but fun. The behind the scenes of podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Now it's time for me and Tsunami Wave to pass the sticks to you so you can start your podcast. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout. By following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you. It also gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and helps support our show. Thank you. And let's get on with the show.